Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, just hours to go before the end of Title 42, that pandemic-era rule restricting immigration. How border officials are preparing for the sharp increase of migrants now trying to come to America. Here are tonight's headlines. More than 10,000 migrants arriving each day ahead of the midnight deadline. Some sent by bus to New York, Washington, D.C. How the Biden administration is addressing the growing crisis. Law enforcement is fanned out to cover border hotspots. Breaking news, a manslaughter charge in that subway chokehold case. Former President Donald Trump's return to the primetime TV spotlight. Trump repeated the lie that the 2020 election was rigged. Flooding and reported tornadoes as the South braces for dangerous weather. Multiple rounds of severe and heavy rain. New developments in the case of Natalie Holloway. Joran van der Sloot is being extradited to the U.S. nearly 20 years after the high school girl went missing in Aruba. Tens of thousands of acres of farmland here in Central California are flooded. What this means for farmers and for your next trip to the supermarket. What's the value on that pain? 15 million. An experimental skin patch may help people with peanut allergies. The Via Skin Peanut Patch holds one one thousandth of a peanut to help build tolerance. And our Moms in Focus series, we celebrate a family of dedicated mothers and honor all of yours. It's just a natural response that we care for each other and are very close and loving with each other. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. We begin tonight with a crisis at the southern border. The clock is ticking as the pandemic era rule known as Title 42 is set to expire in a matter of hours. The Border Patrol chief telling CBS News tonight 
60,000 migrants are waiting near the U.S.-Mexico border in hopes of seeking asylum once the deadline passes. U.S. Customs and Border Protection say they are beyond capacity from California to Texas and are currently holding around 25,000 migrants at its facilities. And we've just learned from an administration official that thousands of migrants were expelled today, some flown out of the U.S., We have team coverage of this fast-moving story, which has significant impact on not only border states, but the entire country. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez will start us off tonight from El Paso, Texas. Good evening, Manuel. Good evening, Nora. Behind me is one spot along the border where migrants, some of them, have managed to make their way to the northern side and turn themselves in uh, to Border Patrol agents. As you mentioned, the Border Patrol chief told us he's aware of 60,000 migrants on the other side in northern Mexico, but he says they're prepared for whatever decisions they might make. Tonight, with just hours to go before the official end of Title 42, border authorities are preparing for an influx of migrants. Since Monday, roughly 30,000 migrants have been apprehended. We're going to be ready. Raul Ortiz is the Border Patrol chief. He says his officers are prepared to handle any escalation. I think there's an impression out there that come midnight, people are going to rush the border. I don't expect that to happen. You can still prosecute. You can still repatriate. The Biden administration has proposed new immigration policies, such as restricting migrants from seeking asylum in the U.S. if they haven't applied for it in another country, like Mexico. Penalties including banishment for up to five years for those who try to go outside the asylum process. Those who are allowed to seek asylum here would be tracked by GPS and have home curfews. People who cross our border unlawfully and without a legal basis to remain will be promptly processed and removed. Still, Republican critics say the administration's immigration plans are not enough. President Biden and his administration have laid out the welcome mat, and that's why there has been absolutely no deterrence. Along other stretches of the Texas border, those processed continue their journey into the U.S. CBS's Nicole Skanga is there. Here in Brownsville, migrants are dropped off by U.S. Border Patrol officials after screening. They're processed at this city welcome center, given a meal, some clothing, and limited instructions. Still, many of them penniless and without a ticket to their next destination. Does she have money to buy a ticket? The debate goes well beyond the southern border. I'm Adriana Diaz in Chicago. Shelters are so overwhelmed here that migrants are sleeping in police stations, even families with small children. We spoke to one mother who's here with her husband and three-year-old daughter. How long were you in New York for? Seven months. And you didn't find anyone? Back along the southern border, a new reality without Title 42 is about to begin. And today, Customs and Border Protection, or actually ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, uh, announced that they would begin to send some deported migrants all the way back to southern Mexico instead of just letting them across to the other side of the border. And the agency said that yesterday it deported thousands to Cuba, Colombia, Honduras and Guatemala. Nora. A crucial week, Manny Bohorquez. Thank you so much. Well, now to some breaking news on that chokehold death of a New York, on a New York City subway. Late this afternoon, the Manhattan District Attorney announced that 24-year-old Daniel Penny 
will be arrested on a charge of manslaughter in the second degree. This video shows Penny holding 30-year-old Jordan Neely in a chokehold for more than three minutes. The Marine veteran says he never intended to harm Neely, who was homeless and had a history of mental illness, and he only acted in self-defense after Neely was verbally threatening passengers on the train. Tonight, both Republicans and Democrats are reacting to CNN's town hall with former President Donald Trump. The primetime special saw the GOP's leading candidate repeat lies about the 2020 election, dodge questions about abortion rights, and refuse to say if he backed Ukraine in the war with Russia. CBS's Robert Costa is in Manchester, New Hampshire tonight. Reverberations today in New Hampshire and across American politics in the wake of former President Donald Trump's incendiary statements at Wednesday night's town hall. Republican Senator Todd Young, who supported Trump in 2020, was asked if the performance concerned him. Of course it does. That's why uh, I don't intend to support him for the Republican nomination. New Hampshire resident Kristen Burke said she wouldn't vote for Trump again. I just think there was too much, too much havoc that was that went on while he was in his presidency, and I, I think it was too much for the country. In front of a Trump-friendly crowd, he rehashed false claims that the 2020 election was stolen. It was a rigged election. And lashed out at accuser E. Jean Carroll one day after a civil jury found Trump had sexually abused her. She's a whack job. That didn't sit well with New Hampshire independent voter Melanie Morton. I think it's amazing that he continues to shame and um, put her down. Trump also called January 6 a beautiful day. They were there with love in their heart. But the assault was deadly, with more than 140 police officers injured. It was chaos. We were fighting for our life. Trump said he'd pardon a large portion of the rioters. Any thought on Trump? House Speaker Kevin McCarthy ignored questions about it, but a Missouri Republican senator weighed in. But if you're asking me, do I think you should pardon people engaged in rioting behavior? No, I don't. President Biden posted a video attacking Trump for the remarks, tweeting, do you want four more years of that? On the war in Ukraine, Trump refused to say Vladimir Putin was a war criminal or whether he backed Ukraine. Do you want Ukraine to win this war? Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. Former New Jersey Republican Governor Chris Christie said he was stunned. I think he's a coward and I think he's a puppet of Putin. I really do. Leading New Hampshire Republican Jason Osborne said Trump's turn benefited potential challenger Ron DeSantis, whom he supports. I think the opening was there, and this just kind of solidifies it. And, uh, you know, tr- uh, President Trump is not changing his routine. He's not changing his rhetoric. Sources close to the ongoing investigations of Trump say the former president might have put himself in legal jeopardy due to the way he detailed last night his conduct related to January 6th, classified records, and his pressure campaign on election officials in Georgia. Nora. Robert Costa with all those new details. Thank you so much. Severe weather threats are moving across the south tonight. A confirmed EF-1 twister touched down this afternoon in DeSoto Parish, Louisiana. That's about 40 miles south of Shreveport. And downpours in eastern Texas have caused some flash flooding, closing several roadways in the area. For more, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. 
Nora, good evening. Severe thunderstorms and tornadoes will be a risk right through the evening, watching not only for tornadoes, but a chance for straight-line wind gusts to 70 miles an hour. Hail that could be as big as softballs, not to mention some flooding rain. Here's how it pans out for us. Right into the middle of the country, an area that we're worried about, especially highlighted in red on the screen here. We're overlaying the high-resolution radar, and you can see plenty of storms right through the night tonight. Some of those storms will go well past dark tonight, then eventually push their way eastbound as we go through the night and then the day tomorrow for some of us. A couple of areas of storms to watch, and that could include down through Texas, then back across the Midwest as we head through Friday. Now, on Friday and then Saturday and then Sunday, a chance for flooding, especially highlighted Nora in Texas. This is an area to watch right through Mother's Day. Mike, thank you. Now a big development in the unsolved disappearance of American teenager Natalie Holloway in Aruba 18 years ago. Peru's government is allowing the prime suspect to be extradited to the U.S. on charges of trying to extort Holloway's family. CBS's Elaine Cajano reports this brings the family a step closer to justice. It was in 2005 when 18-year-old Natalie Holloway disappeared while on a high school class trip to Aruba. Holloway was last seen leaving a bar with Jorn Vandersloot and two other men. No charges were ever filed in Holloway's disappearance. Her body has never been recovered. Now, Vandersloot could be extradited to the United States. Vandersloot is in Peru, serving a 28-year sentence for the 2010 murder of Peruvian student Stephanie Flores. How unusual is it, Ricky, to have an extradition take place so many years after an indictment like this? Many times it is the political situation that may have been cold about extradition that suddenly, much later, becomes warm. Vandersloot is accused of trying to extort a quarter of a million dollars from Holloway's family, allegedly promising he would lead them to her body. Prosecutors say Vandersloot collected $25,000 in cash and then lied about where she was buried. Holloway's disappearance generated intense media coverage that some criticized, accusing the media of ignoring other missing women. What made this story stand out was this public plea on the part of the mother. And it was also the fact that Aruba was a very popular destination for American tourists. There was a concerted public relations campaign to get her back. It's not clear when the extradition would take place. Vandersloot's attorney plans to fight it. In a statement, Natalie Holloway's mother thanked U.S. officials and the president of Peru, and she noted her daughter would have been 36 years old now. She said she was blessed to have had Natalie in her life for 18 years. Nora? Difficult to hear that. Elaine Cajano, thank you. Well, tonight, officials are investigating yet another derailment of a Norfolk Southern freight train. This one happened late Wednesday night in western Pennsylvania. No one was hurt, and the train was not carrying hazardous materials. Repairs to the bridge and tracks could take weeks. Norfolk Southern has had several derailments in recent months, including one that spilled those toxic chemicals in East Palestine, Ohio. Today officially marks the end of the COVID public health emergency in the U.S., and it comes with significant changes. COVID tests will no longer be paid for by the government. The cost shifts to insurers and patients. About 15 million people who gained access to Medicaid during the pandemic are now at risk of losing that coverage. And with the change, the CDC will only track COVID hospitalizations and not cases or transmission rates. 
Health officials are still warning that while the emergency is over, COVID is still a serious disease. This week, this week, NOAA scientists announced that much of the western U.S. is no longer under extreme drought conditions, but the record amounts of snow and rain this winter is not without consequences. In this week's Eye on America, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti shows us the dramatic impact on flood-ravaged central California. California's Central Valley produces a quarter of the nation's food. But a brutal winter, a parade of violent storms scientists linked to climate change, has led to this. Acre after acre, more than 150,000 in all swamped. For so many crops, a total loss. It's going to hurt. It's a lot of money. Nader Malikin is a pistachio farmer. 99% of the nation's supply is grown here. What's the value on that pain? Um, 15 million probably right here. 15 million. Yeah, that we've lost on 1,200 acres. The estimated damage from the floods, $1 billion so far. Remarkably, an even greater danger awaits. To Larry Lake, which was drained a century ago and didn't even exist a few months ago, has returned with a vengeance. Perched just outside Corcoran, it looks like an ocean. And in the mountains above, one of California's largest snowpacks on record is starting to melt. Forecasters say rising temperatures in the coming weeks could prove catastrophic. You kind of get an overwhelming sense of doom in a way. How do you stop this? With a lot of dirt, says farmer Brandon Goodhart at Lakeshore Dairy. You are looking at we have what we've come to call the Great Wall of Stratford, and uh, we got 15 feet of dirt piled up. FEMA agents are on the ground assisting, but farmers say they are footing the bill to reinforce and add on to a nearly 15-mile-long levee so we can hold back the rising tide. There's nowhere safe enough. This is where we house the milk cows. Or large enough to move his barn of cows. Is it possible where we're standing right now could be flooded out? Yes. Kings County Supervisor Doug Verboond says crews will finish the levee before the next major melt, but there's no guarantee it will hold. Yeah, Mother Nature's in control. We're just, you know, trying to put our finger in the dike as we go. Tonight, all hands are on deck while their hearts are sinking. We're a family farm. The family's been doing this for generations, and I'd hate to be the one that's at the wheel and we lose it all. For Eye on America, Jonathan Vigliotti, Corcoran, California. We're thinking about our farmers. Well, there is important news for parents of young children with peanut allergies. We're going to tell you about a promising new patch. That's next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life 
by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. In tonight's Health Watch, encouraging news for parents of young children with peanut allergies. Researchers say a new experimental patch called Viskin showed promise in clinical trials. 67% of toddlers who wore the patch for a year were able to tolerate up to four peanuts, with researchers seeing fewer severe reactions. The FDA has asked the company to provide more safety data before considering approval. Peloton recalls more than two million exercise bikes. Why? That's next. Now to an important consumer alert. Peloton is recalling more than 2 million exercise bikes because the seat posts can break, causing injuries. The recall impacts bikes with model numbers PL01. The company says at least 13 people reported cuts, bruises, and even a fractured wrist after falling from the bike. Customers should contact Peloton for a free replacement seat post. We close out our series, Moms in Focus, with someone nominated by our viewers. That's next. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All this week, we've been putting moms in focus ahead of Mother's Day. To finish out our special series, we asked you to tell us about the wonderful moms, grandmas, and caregivers in your lives. We got hundreds of submissions, and we loved reading every one of them. This story of a close-knit family gave us a chance to honor two dedicated moms across generations. So here's mom when she was a nurse. Carol Kemper, the oldest of five siblings, had no idea she was nominated by her little sister, Beth Husser, who described Carol as the mother of all mothers. Beth, what qualities in Carol do you admire? She's the most selfless person you would ever meet. That selflessness turned her passion for fitness into a successful personal training career, focused on senior citizens and now Parkinson's disease. All your weight on one side. It's a cause close to her heart. Carol's brother-in-law was diagnosed with the disease in 2019. It sounds like love and dedication runs deep in your family. We watched our parents be devout Catholics and dedicated to their families. It's just a natural response that we care for each other 
and are very close and loving with each other. So close, in fact, that Carol is also the primary caretaker for her mom. The amount of work it is um, physically and mentally. My sister does that as well as everything else going on in her life. Our mother's been through so much and carried through all of that with such grit and toughness. Mm-hmm. It just handles everything with such grace. And I think that's that's carried down to us. The whole family demonstrating what we know mom stands for. Dedicated and caring. People like that deserve to be celebrated. Grit and grace indeed. I loved meeting Carol and Beth. And a big thank you to all of you that sent in submissions. From all of us here, happy Mother's Day. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. See you tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.